your favorite best ball bros in the ball game. I don't know. I didn't write this one this week. It's uh, Dumpster Fire Sports, episode 15, NFL week 14, the year of our Lord 2020. That's what's up. Break out your bankroll. Let's set that bad boy on fire with some frosty takes. I'm BG in the place to be. Uh, Steve Sharkey, not with us this evening. Not just not forever. He's just not with us this evening. That oh, means good. we He's may get, listen, we may get away without having a E on this episode. This may not be explicit. Um, if oh, I he's thought it was here, E for everyone. No. That's just video games? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. E for explicit. We'll see if we get through this one. Although I did do uh, Steve's thing since he's not here. I'm going to drink tonight. JK NKC, what's up with the Twitch channel? I see you moving around the schedule on your fans, bro. What's the deal? Yeah, man. You got you to gotta work around the kid. I mm. mean... Got to do what you got to do over here. Good point. Let's uh, real quick go ahead and brag on your best ball teams. There's no bragging over here. What? A couple of second place losers over here. You still cash for a second, right? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I made a lot more money than I ended up putting in for best ball because I've only paid for three three dollars and I paid for, I got a free twenty dollar. Oh, and nice. I, uh, cashed second in the 20 and second in the three so i got I ended up with uh 35 out of nine so that's not bad <laughs> i'm about to break even it looks like listen i'm not the smartest guy and i'm not paying a lot of attention attention in the off season um my one best ball that is moving on to the second round here are the quarterbacks dwayne haskins jr ryan fitzpatrick carson wentz and Matthew Stafford. How so essentially, did that go anywhere? <laughs> well, because the rest of my lineup is stacked, and I yeah. can't pull it up because my DK draft, my DK app is not working. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick because the rest of it is pretty strong. I can't even find I, mine in lineups or anything anymore. Well, I know um, I can find it on the app, right? But I cannot, it won't lay out the scores at this point on me. So let's see if I can go to contest because I oh, did. Hey, a, I just found it on the, uh, on the website on draftkings.com. Okay, here I am. So you ready for this lineup? Hit me. Uh, Derek Henry, David Montgomery, <laughs> uh, Devonte Adams, Stefan Diggs, Mark Andrews, Mike Williams, uh, Jefferson, Jonu Smith, Golden Tate, Robert Tanyan, Sammy Watkins. It's pretty strong, right? It's not bad. I mean, obviously, I picked quarterbacks later in the game because D. Haskins, J.R., R. Fitzpatrick, and Carson Wentz, irrelevant at this point. So, But as long as Matt Stafford doesn't zero out on me, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I think from now on, you it's – only the first place team continues on. So yeah, but that one, that one first place should cover everything. All the yeah. others. Yeah. 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 I think so. So, uh, and I'm glad finally that we're on to best ball around two seasons. So that only lasts a week, right? Yeah. I think it's a week each week from here on out. Let's go get that money. All right. Uh, this week we're going position by position. We're talking tiers. We're going to look at, uh, ranges here 
Joseph, and we're going to see what we like. We'll start up top at quarterback. Let's say 7K and above the biggies, Mahomes, Russ, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. Uh, who do you love? Who do you not love? It's hard not to love anybody there, right? I mean, I, I think I'm all the way out on Kyler Murray right now until until he starts running again. I, I don't think I'm going there because something's up with him. He's ran five times the last like three weeks or something after he was running all over the place uh, to start the season. That was really boosting his stuff. Um, uh, obviously, I love Aaron Rodgers, love Patrick Mahomes. I mean, all these top tier guys are definitely in a good spot to put up a big game. Uh, Russell Wilson playing against the awful Jets. Uh, Deshaun Watson's really the only guy up top that's going up against even a remotely formable defense. So now, any of Kyler, those guys are good plays this week. Kyler Murray is projected, according to Roto Grinders, as good as any of those guys. Uh, matter of fact, outside of Mahomes, he's the uh, top value. It goes Mahomes. Uh, I lied. It goes Mahomes, Rodgers, and then Kyler with a ceiling of 33. I'm reading it. Um, yeah, I mean, Kyler always has that ceiling because he, if he, if he ever decides to run again, he could get there. But if he's not running and he's not throwing the ball as often as he was at the beginning of the year, I mean, they were just running gun, running more plays than just about anybody at the beginning of the year, and he was running in touchdowns left and right. Well, the last few weeks he hasn't ran hardly at all, which really kind of kicks his floor down quite a few steps. Mm-hmm. Like we were getting 80, 90, 100 yard run games from him and he was running then a touchdown or two. And I mean, just from being a running quarterback up until like four weeks ago, he was like the uh, top 10 running back on wow. the slate. So okay, him not running is definitely hurting him quite a bit. Next here under 7K, Brady, Herbert, Tannehill, Taysom Hill, uh, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. This is where I. there's a lot of guys to like in here. Justin Herbert, I mean, going up against Atlanta, the guy has just been slaying and hasn't cracked 7,000. Now, last week, obviously, versus New England, it went horrible. That's Belichick against a rookie. But before that, 17, 27, 21, 23, 23, 38, 27, 24. I mean, the guy's been doing it to it do you think everybody caught something um in the game tape and uh herbert is not in a good spot or shootout versus atlanta i kind of like this guy and i think everybody's going to be looking at last week and fading him i love Tannehill. uh last week i played Tannehill with henry which actually turned out because if henry doesn't go off Tannehill might against jacksonville um i think it's time to jump on the Taysom hill train if you're not um, climb that hill. He's going up against Philly, and I don't know. Are you a believer on Taysom Hill? Man, I, I'd like to be a believer in Taysom Hill, but, man, I, I mean, he's he's got to get in for rushing touchdowns or he's just not going to get there. I mean, he's throwing how many times? Like 20 or less the last few weeks? No, 37 attempts okay, last, last week. week. he had 37, but Listen. two weeks before that, he had 23 and 16. He still 20? didn't throw for anywhere near 300 yards, which is Joe. where we get our bonus. I mean, Joe, Joe, 37 passing attempts and 83 run yards last week. That's wild. Right. I mean, his rushing floor is there. 
but he doesn't have that passing ceiling. I mean, the first two weeks that he played, he got there solely because of his running. I mean, he had 232. He's close. I don't know, man. Um, against Philly, something might be there. All right. Uh, I just don't you're know not if a- Philly's going to push him to have to throw. Like- right. No, that's true. That's a good point. Um, although their projected total is almost 25. Uh, Kansas City's 29. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think know. they'll definitely score. And I think Michael Thomas is an easy pair there because he's been throwing like almost 50% of his passes to Michael Thomas, which is just insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for 6,600, I just don't know that I'm going to take that leap banking on him running as much as he has been. The fade I mean, I think in he's the- still going to run, but yeah. if he doesn't get in for those two rushing touchdowns both of the first two weeks, he doesn't get there. The fade in this tier is clearly Derek Carr against Indiana, right? I mean, yeah. Or or you go there and you get super low ownership at your quarterback. Yeah, but cause... Tom Brady has a 2.8 ownership. Derek Carr, 2.3. Right. I mean, I mean, Tom Brady's projected total is 29.5 more than Mahomes. Yeah. And, and Tom Brady's going up against Minnesota – not a great defense. I'm not saying Indy, uh, the Colts are some great defense, but they're fourth ranked passing defense. And that game's going to be a lot slower, right? Everybody thought that Indy was this insane defense until a couple weeks ago. And then Indy's been exploited big time. And I think people are still thinking that Indy's got a decent defense and they're going to see that little four next to their name on DraftKings, And nobody's going to want to click that button. But here's the other thing. Without Josh Jacobs, that also does not help Derek Carr because we saw what Booker has been doing, and it ain't impressive. Trust me, I have Jacobs and Booker in season long, and I'd rather have you run the ball. I'm telling you. Um, I don't know. Okay, so maybe you're, you're out on Taysom Hill, but maybe on Derek Carr. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm out on Taysom Hill. I just think... Things have to break really right for Taysom Hill to get there. Let's he go. He has to get the rushing touchdowns. Let's go to the next tier. Phillip Rivers, Teddy Two Gloves, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan at 57 against the Chargers. And your boy Mitchell Trubisky is there. Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones, Tua. Who stands out there? I think Matt Ryan is my favorite from this tier. Um, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, they're in a dome with the Chargers. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to be able to go up and down the field on this Atlanta defense, and I think Atlanta's going to be able to do the same against this injured Chargers defense. And um, Julio is back, it looks like. Yeah, Julio played last week. Uh, I, I believe he finished the week. Um, anytime that he's finished the game, he's had a pretty good game, and he is way cheaper than Julio should ever be. Um, I mean, I think he's 6,600. So, I mean, that just, it it feels so right to have Julio Jones, who's out here getting 10 targets basically every week that he's healthy or right around there. And obviously we know that Julio is a guy that anything can get taken to the house. He can have an easy two, three touchdown game and goes off. And 6,600 is just way too cheap for him. Listen to this, Matt Ryan, 
13, 14, 7, 23, 18, and 18. Gone over 20 points once in his last six games. Had a 31, but then game 8, 7.9, game 9, 12, 12, 28, and 24. Dude, that stat line is not impressive. Granted, he's played the Saints twice, Carolina, Denver, the Raiders, Detroit is where he had uh, one of his better two games. Minnesota, he put up 31 against. He's played Carolina twice. I don't know. I'm not impressed. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's because they're losing so many of these games that they can't set up a decent offense, but I'm out on him. I think he's just gotten to the point that he's so cheap and can easily hit that 300-yard bonus. Um get a couple touchdowns with both of his weapons healthy that uh, I will not be afraid to go there. And three the times, one lineup that I've three made, times this season, three times it. he's passed 300 passing yards. Yeah. And that's against Detroit, Seattle, and Minnesota. I don't know, man. I'm not buying it. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, let's go down to the next tier, which is the last tier. Sorry, Andy Dalton, Danielle Jones, Tua, Alex Smith, Drew Locke, Nick Mullins, Mike Glennon, Sam Darnold, Jalen Hurts. I don't know, man. I'm considering Jalen Hurts. I'm surprised his projected ownership is above zero. It's 3.9. I know he's 5-1, but uh, I don't know, man. Jalen Hurts might do something. He might hurt you. You want to talk about some rushing upside, right? Um, Anybody in this low tier that you like or really don't like? I mean, I don't really love paying down this far when when these elite quarterbacks like the Mahomes, the Wilson, the Watson, Rodgers are on the slate, Um, especially this year. Like, there's just been such a difference between these five low five guys that are going to possibly get you 16, 18, maybe a 20. And these guys up top that can drop 40. Like if, if one of those guys up top drops 40 and you take one of these guys down low that gets three, four X, but that's 20 points. Like you're chasing big time, right? If you're playing a bunch of Nick Mullins, then you probably have too much money and you should probably donate more of your money to the homeless. Or just send it my way. Uh, or send the PayPal it to up, I will uh, gladly accept that for the formula fund. <laughs> but there, you don't think there's anybody that could be a sneaky way upside down here? I, I mean, mean I, I think Jalen Hurts. Gonna, he, they're going to try. People are going to try him. People will definitely have Jalen Hurts this week. And honestly, if you played Taysom Hill the first week that he was starting, um, then you should play Jalen Hurts again because it's the same play. Uh, he's slightly more expensive. He's $300 more expensive than Taysom Hill was. Um, and honestly, I think Jalen Hurts might be a better thrower than Taysom Hill. All right, let's go to running backs, and I'm going to flip it on you. We're going to start at the lower tier. Um, to, if there's anybody below 5K uh, that you're looking at, let me know. Besides J.D. McKissick, I think this guy, listen – isn't this your free square of the week? You like talking about free squares. I think McKissick may be your free square of the week this week. Yeah, I mean, McKissick is definitely in a good spot if uh, Gibson misses. I haven't heard if he's for sure missing. I think he's doubtful. Um, but yeah, if, if, if Gibson's out, 
Uh, McKissick might be the chalkiest running back on the slate. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I can't tell you this is a bad play. Uh, the one thing to worry about there is if if they get down on the one yard line, they're going to bring in Peyton Barber and Peyton Barber is going to run his head into the back of the offensive line three times <laughs> until he falls into the end zone like Adrian Peterson a couple of the last two weeks. So this is true. That's but, the one thing to worry about. Yes. But McKissick at 4.9 isn't touchdown dependent because the dude catches balls. And with Alex Smith back there, Mr. Checkdown, not to say anything bad about guy with the pen in his leg, if that won't get us canceled. But I mean, <laughs> 10 targets, 10 receptions last week. Um, you want to hear a ridiculous JD McKissick stat? Yes. JD McKissick has been in the league for four years. Guess hmm. how many touchdowns JD McKissick has? Four. Exactly four. Is that right? He gets one touchdown a year. So, I mean, he scored this year. So, might be the. Think we're done. I mean, I, I don't Dude. honestly think we're done. I think, I think this is the week that he gets in if he's going to get in again. Um, because San Francisco has a, a decent run defense. So, I think they're going to be trying to dump it off to him more than Pound Peyton Barber, who's just awful. So, uh, also down here, what in the world happened to Todd Gurley? Who broke him? I had him in my season long, and I thought I was golden back in October when he had 22 points, two touchdowns against Detroit. But since then, very dusty. Very so dusty. dusty. You well, know how, how old is he that is? even possible? That dude is 26 years old, and he is already the dustiest of dust. I mean, seriously, killing me. I don't understand how a team that throws that much, Todd Gurley doesn't get a few thrown his way. I mean, yeah. it's insane. He was such a good running back when he was on the Rams until last year. He was catching the ball out of the backfield and everything. I mean, he clearly has a skill set that he can do that, and Atlanta just doesn't want to use him like that. Anybody uh, super cheap that you're thinking about, Peyton Barber? I... I can't go Peyton Barber. I, I've told everybody and their mom not to play these guys that are super touchdown dependent, so I cannot go there for anything. Um, Let's, yeah, I think 5K and below, I, I'm pretty much out after that, after the J.D. McKissick play. Okay, so let's look at uh, 5 to 6K. Um, Mixon looks like he'll probably be out. C.E.H. under 6K. Jonathan Taylor, Gallman, Gaskins, Drake, Murray, Naheem Himes. Melvin Gordon uh, might be interesting. Who do you like here? Anybody that you're really eyeballing besides Gaskin? Yeah, I'm really liking Gaskin. Um, past that, I'm liking the man. I just keep banging my head against the wall with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why, uh, but he had one. He he's actually getting passes now, so that's nice. Um, but I don't know if he's a great play against the Raiders. Um, if you think that the chiefs, or if you want to be contrarian, go in Clyde Edwards, Hilaire or Elaire, whatever in this spot and getting off of the Patrick Mahomes and chiefs passing game. If he has a big game, you are lapping the field. Yes. Because yes. nobody's going to have that guy. Now look, man, Jonathan Taylor versus Naheem Hines, Naheem Hines will save you 700 Dude had uh, three targets, 10 targets, four targets, six targets, three targets. I mean, the dude catches balls, 
and he still gets run target run attempts as well. Against Tennessee, he had six passing targets and twelve run attempts. Now I don't know if Taylor was playing that week or whatever, but man, they're split in that backfield. I don't know how you can get with either one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a matter of Jonathan Taylor's been looking good when he has played. Um, the last two weeks that he's played, he he ran for twenty two attempts for. 90 yards against Green Bay, had four targets that week, and then last week against Houston had 13 rushes for 91 yards and three targets and got in the end zone off of a pass. So, I mean, 5.8, you don't hate that amount of touches. I mean, he's he's getting between 16 and 20 touches, sometimes more than that, so that's not bad for that price range. Miles Gaskin against the Chiefs, I think, the Chiefs traditionally bad against the run. I think if Miami's in it, they're trying to slow it down. So he's going to see a ton of uh, rush attempts. And against Cincinnati, he had 21, 18, 18, 16, 10, and 22 the few weeks before that. So Gaskins uh, may be chalky, but you know, 15%, something like that. So I don't hate Gaskin. I, I agree with you with Clyde. I'm just so hesitant to stack the Chiefs just because you just never know uh, where the ball is going. Gallman has looked good against Arizona. I mean, there's something there. You want to talk a guy, about a guy that gets a ton of touches. Uh, he could easily get three times. Yeah, right. I mean, he, he did start to split carries last week. Um, man, I can't remember who else is in that backfield. It's some guy that used to be on the Redskins. Um, but he, he was splitting carries with him last week. Alfred Morris. Yeah. Alfred Morris. Uh, I mean, obviously Gallman still had a ridiculous game going for 135 on 16 carries. So but I Alfred think Gallman Morris, can definitely, yeah. can definitely yeah. do something at 5.7 K, but yeah, I mean, I think obviously the favorite play for me in this price range is Miles Gaskin, and it's the same reason that I always love playing the James Robinson, or I love to say that I love playing the James Robinson. I never end up pulling the trigger, but he gets that volume. I mean, yeah, dude's rushing for 16, 18, 18, 21 attempts the last four games that he's played, and in those games he had five, four, six, and two targets. So the guy's just getting peppered with touches, and that is exactly what you want from your running backs. Let's look uh, up top, and we'll go 6K and above. Uh, Miles Sanders has been super disappointing now. That could change. He's going up against uh, the Saints, which is a tough matchup for him. But with Jalen Hurts, you don't know if uh, the game script will change much. But I I have not been impressed uh, with Miles Sanders when I played him. Uh, David Montgomery has just been on one recently. At 6.5, I think he's an interesting play. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, Eckler, and it looks like McCaffrey's not going to play, but if he was playing, I'm I'm all in on him. I don't care if he's 9.2. When he came back last time, the dude got 50 touches. Um, but Eckler, I still think, is, uh, I don't know, man, uh, Eight run attempts, nine targets was a little thin last week, but obviously that game was insane with uh, the Patriots up 45, right? Wasn't that the game where they won? Yeah, 45 to nothing. So you almost want to throw that out as an outlier. Um, I don't know. So if it were me too, uh, I just 
love Derrick Henry, but McCaffrey, Henry, um, Eckler, Montgomery, these are the guys I'm looking at. Who do you love, 6K and above? Um, so starting from the bottom of that range, uh, I you know, if, if McCaffrey is going to be out and Curtis Samuel is questionable right now, I think he was a close contact uh, COVID. If they're both out, I like Mike Davis at 6.4 because Curtis Samuel has been the guy that's been coming in and stealing those touches from him and getting some rushing touchdowns uh, and stuff like that. So if if Curtis Samuel isn't back there stealing touches, Christian McCaffrey's out. I like Mike Davis here. Um, also, I think Zeke is just way too cheap. Zeke came out, looked good in the last game that we saw him on uh, Tuesday against an actual good defense uh, or good rushing defense in the Ravens. Sure. Um, now he's going up against Cincinnati, who is not good. Uh, not good, Bob. Uh, so I, I mean, 6.6 K the guy is still getting as much work as you'd like. I mean, he had 18 rush attempts, six targets last week. So if he's going to be 6.6 K, I just don't see how I don't pay for that guy because at the beginning of the season, we were happily paying eight and a half. 9k for this guy well yeah but he was scoring 20 points a game and that's when he was look like the zeke of old but dude 3.9 against washington 8.9 Washington got a great front seven though no they do they do i mean but 8.3 against philadelphia I mean, the last time that he with played 19 eight, touches, Joe, with 19 run attempts and two targets, that's 21. Look, give me give me the talent of Zeke getting 20 plus touches at 6.6K over a guy like whoever else you want to name down here. Mike Davis. I mean, yeah, I would yeah, rather I would rather right. take Zeke. Yes, I agree. I mean, would you take him over Eckler this year? You're telling Zeke versus Eckler. There's a $400 difference. Where are you going? I will probably go Zeke and save that 400 bucks. That's insane. Joseph, Joseph P Keaton. Why would you say such a thing? I, man, I, give me the Zeke talent and the workload I, against a awful Cincinnati defense. The last I mean, time that Zeke played a bad defense like this, was Minnesota. He ran the ball 21 times for 103 yards. He got the 100-yard bonus. He got two uh, two targets, 19.4 points. That's paying off your 6.6K. You got a touchdown. If he doesn't get that touchdown, is just he's under his, 15. Just from his rushing stats, without anything, he's got 13. Then he has two targets for 15. 11 yards, 16. I mean... Dude, I, okay, I don't know. Here's the thing. Zeke does get touches, right? More than Eckler. I'll give you that. But Eckler is just so much more efficient. Look at that. I mean, if, if you're going to tell me, against yeah, if you're gonna tell me that Eckler gets 16 targets, then obviously I'm taking Eckler, but I don't think he's going to continue to get 16 targets. Against Atlanta? I mean, I, that's, the I don't thing. think it's happening. All right. I'm listen, note this, put this in the show notes. I'm taking X Eckler over Zeke. What about Montgomery? He's cheaper than Zeke. 
and going up against Houston, not a great defense. He gets 17 run attempts last week, four targets, 27, 25, 6, 12, 11, 9. But he's been on one where yet uh Montgomery versus Zeke. I like Montgomery this week. Um I, I, that is very close to me. They both are gonna get 20 plus touches. Um they're both going up against not great defenses, defending running backs. So I think that's kind of a toss up between those two. I'd probably just take whoever is going to be lesser owned on Sunday morning, which is obviously going to be Ezekiel Elliott. What about uh, Aaron Jones? Let's go up top. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry. Uh, Aaron Jones, I don't have a problem with against Detroit's awful defense. Same reason that we were wanting to play Montgomery last week. Uh, that Detroit defense just can't do anything. Uh, Derrick Henry, I do not think I'll play this week because that almost 9K for a guy that doesn't catch the ball, um, he basically needs to score two touchdowns to get you there. He is going up against Jacksonville. Right. I, and he he has had some huge games against Jacksonville in the past, but I'm just not going to continue to bank on him scoring two touchdowns because if he if he gets one touchdown and 200 yards, that gets you to 29. So he needs 201. It's funny you said that about Jacksonville. Uh, on September 20th, Tennessee played Jacksonville. He had 25 run rush attempts, 8.4 yards. Or 8.4 yards, Jesus. Dumpster <laughs> fire sound, please. 25 rush attempts, 84 yards, 8.4 DK points. Yeah, he was I mean, trash against Jacksonville earlier. Well, and, and and this Jacksonville defense is not good, but that's that's the exact reason that Derrick Henry is not a great DraftKings play almost almost ever. Unless he's just not owned by anybody, then he's a great play because obviously you're going to lap the field when he has those huge games. But when he has these games that he doesn't score touchdowns, he's not getting there. Period. Right. Like he no, he had right. a two touchdown game against Buffalo and only got to 19. Yep. That's true. That's true. You need him to go, I mean, and he'll get a 40 game for you. Right. Not I a mean, lot of players will do that. He has one, two, three, three games this year with a touchdown and didn't score more than 21 DraftKings points. Mm-hmm. He has, oh, and there's a fourth that he scored two touchdowns that didn't score 21 DraftKings points. Right. I mean, he just has to run so pure to get you there that it's just not worth it to me. And Caleb, I think he's going to be chalky. Let's go to he is. Let's go to wide receivers now. We'll start up top and go down. Let's go. Um, all right. Let's go with the top three. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf. For me, DK Metcalf is obviously an amazing wide receiver. But I just think he's in a situation similar to Tyreek Hill that it could be Tyler Lockett week and you paid 8.4 8.5 and they don't do much of anything. Obviously DK Metcalf going up against the jets is probably in a little better position than Tyreek Hill, except again, if the game gets out of hand and the jets are just bad, who knows what happens, right? I think the game Kansas city versus Miami stays a little closer. So I think Tyreek Hill has a little higher floor there, but uh, for me, out of the top three guys, I like Devontae Adams versus Detroit all day. Or yet on those three. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think Devontae Adams is the clear number one. Uh, the guy, when they're inside the five-yard line, uh, their play is, let's start a Devontae, let's start a Devontae, let's start a Devontae. Uh, who knows why? They get down to the one-yard line, and Aaron Rodgers just decides it's time to pad my stats and throws to Devontae. But, I well, mean, Devon- here's might as well take it while we can. Same with the other guys, but Devontae Adams will catch a 45-yard touchdown pass as well, right? Right, but I mean, when when these other guys get inside the five, their teams are more likely going to run, or they yeah. have another option. Yeah, the Packers don't want anything to do with anybody else once they're inside the five. They just throw it to Devontae Adams and pretend it's a handoff, and he catches it and he scores touchdowns. So I mean, the guy's a monster. Let's look at the seven K guys: Keenan Allen, D Hop in there, uh, Ridley, Justin Jefferson has been fairly strong. Uh, anybody in the seven K range that you like a lot? Thielen obviously has a fairly high floor. It seems like, and you already mentioned Michael Thomas with Taysom Hill. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Michael Thomas because he's getting so much of that, uh, so much of the percentage of targets there. Uh, he's literally gotten forty plus percent um, every week, and when when you have that second week of Taysom Hill when he's throwing sixteen times, that's not great. But if if he's going to throw 37 times and Michael Thomas is going to see 40% of those targets, you lock that in for 7K and you run away with all the money. Well, again, that's another spot where if you like Taysom Hill at all, him plus Michael Thomas, because you got to think they're going to win this game and it's either going to be Taysom Hill running it in or throwing it to Michael Thomas. You get away from that situation that you have in Kansas City where who knows? Right, it could be easily Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins day, and Tyreek and Ceh get nothing, or it could be Ceh and Tyreek day, and the other guys get nothing. You got to think at New Orleans, the options are thin. For me, that's an easier stack. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you look at these last three games of Michael Thomas; he hasn't gotten any touchdowns. He's gone nineteen, nine, and then nineteen again. So if he scores a touchdown in any of these games, he's he's not killing you in the Denver game. And then the other two, he's exceeding value. So I mean, if they're if they are gonna throw, Michael Thomas is a guy that you want in your lineup because mm-hmm. he is getting all the targets and you gotta think he's gonna get in the end zone at some point. I mean, right. he's not just gonna keep getting forty percent and not not see the end zone. I think you just convinced me. All right, let's go uh, the next tier, 6K guys. Um, Julio, like you said, is way too cheap, but I don't know. Um, He seems like he's been iffy. Terry McLaurin has a fairly high floor, so I kind of like him. I don't trust. I know everybody loves playing Robbie Anderson, but I don't know. He had 19 last week, but fairly thin middle of the season. Um, who are you pointing? And Devo- same with Devonte Parker. He's only six point one, but with Tua, he doesn't pair well. It would seem. Who do you love? Kenny Galladay is still listed at six K. The guy does he he's holding out. Come on, let's be serious. Who do you like in this six K range? I think you named everybody that I like in this range. Uh, <laughs> really like Terry McLaurin against uh, a guy that cannot hold him. Uh, there is no way if Richard Sherman is man to man on Terry McLaurin, um, San Francisco is going to have some problems. 
Uh, Julio Jones, anytime he plays the full week, he's having a good game. So I'm all about Julio Jones. He's 6.6K. He's another guy like Zeke that we were paying 8, 9K for last year. He's still the same guy when he's healthy. So I'm I'm all for it. And Robbie Anderson is my last guy in this tier. Um, DJ Moore is for sure out with he was positive for COVID. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is looking doubtful and Curtis Samuel was a close contact COVID. So they're basically running out of people to throw the ball to. Um, Robbie Anderson could smash this week against a less than stellar Denver team. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I think I said all the guys that I didn't like, and then you said you like all of the guys that I didn't like, which I think that's called synergy. All right. One of us is going to be right. (laughs) That's true. Let's move down below uh, 6K. Marvin Jones is interesting. Again, with Galladay out, Marvin Jones just slayed last week. 12 targets, 12 targets, 6 targets, and then 10 targets. So, obviously, he seems to be, um, you know, and in a game you got to figure is going to be a shootout to some degree with Green Bay. Looks like he's going to be low-owned. Marvin Jones looks interesting to me. Um, Antonio Brown, I think, is just caught in a crowd. Everybody loves Crowder, and Brandon Ayuk looks interesting based off uh, his last, get this, four games, 17, 23, 19, and 20 playing Washington. Where are you at in the below 6K range? Uh, I think Marvin Jones is definitely a really good play down here. Um, I think this is going to be weird. Uh because I never talk about this guy, but I think DJ Shark do do to do is in a good spot. <laughs> uh, Mike Glennon's out here just chucking it. The uh, the good old don't give a crap, just chucking the ball. Uh, DJ Shark's getting air yards out the wazoo, and he's going to come down with some of them at some point. I mean, he's obviously the best receiver on this team, and if they're going to keep it competitive against this awful past defense of Tennessee. Uh, they just have no corner. So I am, I'm liking DJ chart quite a bit this week. Look, I think there's some really interesting guys at the next range. Lazard, Kiki, Pittman, Sammy, Fulgham. I don't know, right, right in this, uh, 5k range. Now Lazard with an eight did himself no favors, but you know that, uh, a Raj likes that guy a lot. Kiki with what's his name out for the PEDs had 22 points last week, nine targets. Now he doesn't have the best matchup against Chicago Pittman too. five targets, nine targets, three targets, but still had 15 points. They run the ball with the guy. He's had a run attempt. And whenever I see a wide receiver with a run attempt, I lean towards those guys because obviously the coaches want the guy to have the ball. So I think they force it to guys that are doing both. That's why I like DJ Moore uh, in Carolina as well. There's some interesting cheaper guys down here. Higgins, Aguilar, Jerry, Judy. Who are you looking at down in this range? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm liking quite a few of the guys that you named again. Um, Basically, anybody in this range that you you know is going to be on the field, I I don't have a problem playing. 
any I mean, of what? these guys that are like a uh, Mike Williams in a game. If you think that Atlanta and Chargers game is going to shoot out, having a Mike Williams isn't going to hurt because if you think that game is going to shoot out and a lot of people are going to be playing well, then whatever the projection on whatever site you're looking at, you should bump up a little bit because everybody in that game is going to play a little better and have a better mm-hmm. game than that projection would think. Right in this range, uh, Denzel Mims has a personal issue, so he's not going to play, which I think gives a big bump to Brashad Perriman, who's down at 3.9. You got to think that he gets some of those Mims targets. Not that Mims was sucking up a bunch of targets, but he was 8, 8, 8, three weeks in a row. Um, I mean, that's not bad for a guy that you're talking about under 4K. Lavishka gets air yards. Um, anybody that you want to tell me about that's under 4K, I think there's a few people down here that you could uh, really save some bucks on and might get do something for you. Yeah, I think my favorite one down here is uh, Michael Gallup. He's at 3.8. Uh, the last two weeks he's had eight targets and then 11 targets. Uh, had two red zone targets each of the last two weeks. Um 3.8K for Michael Gallup is just criminal. Uh, he got 10 points in the Washington game where he didn't score a touchdown, had six receptions for 41 yards. And the game against Baltimore, who has a much better defense, had seven receptions, 86 yards on a touchdown. So, I mean, this guy can easily outdo that 3.8K. And, uh, I mean, if you don't have him in your lineup, I, I don't fault you for it, but I, I think he's a good spot to save some salary this week if you're need to get down there. Here's my favorite guy down low. It's a KJ Hamler. I just said, I like guys that get rush attempts. He's had two rush attempts the last two games. And part of this is because I watched him play versus the chiefs. And I felt like they were targeting him a lot more than five times. He had five targets, two catches, two rush attempts for 4.9. Um, he played, bad against the saints, but you know, it's the saints before that six targets, 10 targets, 10 targets before that three targets, but he had a uh, touchdown for 10 points. I don't know against Carolina. Um, I know they're a decent defense, but KJ Hamler put me down, um, for him three K. I kind of like that at the stone, man, you can't really you can't if really you can hate a play somebody, down there right? if if they're going to get any kind of targets or even if they're just going to be on the field. I mean, if he's running wind sprints, he could catch one and pay off his salary in one play. Right. Right. All he, dude, if he gets you 10, you're in a good spot. Here's the thing. So I pulled up the spreadsheet, right? I, I listen, I'll tell you this. This is embarrassing. Not enough people listen. Certainly nobody I know listens. Here we go. So. I'm I'm taking statistics class, right? I'm back in college. I'm taking statistics. So now I think I'm some sort of big brain nerd. So I'm making my own projections now, right? Oh, dear. You ready for this? So I came up with my own special sauce, my own f- special formula for tight ends. You ready? You um, ready for my tight we'll end see. ranking this week? Let's go. Dalton Schultz. Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, Hayden Hurst, Mike Jacecki, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, Logan Thomas, Evan Ingram, Kelsey, and Waller. That's not ranked in points, 
those are just the best plays. Those are the so, best plays. I like Dalton wait, Schultz so, a lot this week. So Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller are at the bottom of the best plays list? This is value. This is value ranked of guys that I think could still go off. Boy. Okay. That's that's a lot of names before you got to the yeah. two guys on the slate. They could completely break the slate as they've yeah. done in the last couple of weeks. Right. Darren Waller went nuts. I'm with you 100%. But I'm going my top three, Dalton Schultz, Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron. Um, those are my plays this week at tight end. I think Dalton Schultz is in a really good spot this week. Um, I don't know why I have Noah Fant. I should have taken him out of there. <laughs> this is my first time, Joe. Give me a break. Where are you at on tight ends? Let me let me just hit you with this okay. real quick. Uh, so Darren Waller, pretty good, pretty good tight end, right? He's fine. He has had three games over twenty this year. Mm. Only three, right? Travis Kelsey, who is six hundred dollars more, has had seven games over twenty points this year. <sighs> At tight but, end, tight but, end has can, has been a complete and total dumpster fire. If you can find a way to get seven point four k into your lineup, play Travis Kelsey please. Yes. No, I'm with you. He's 7.4. There's a good chance he goes over 20 something so he can get there. I wouldn't bet on anybody else. Cause yes, Waller had 45 points. That was insane against the jets. He's also gone for 6.3, I, I'm not loving Dar- Darren Waller this week, obviously as you can tell from my proprietary rankings <laughs> that I just laid out. Yeah, I mean, I, Darren Waller's not my favorite play of the week. I mean, obviously, if if you said I got two players and I had to pick the highest scoring tight end this week, I'd pick Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller because I think they have the best shot at being the highest scoring tight ends. Um, but that's like going Dalvin Cook. I don't know. I did my own rankings and Dalvin Cook is at the top. Oh, really? Right, but I'm saying like I, I think I would take if 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 you said you take two guys and I get the field at tight end, I would take those two guys as my those are the guys that are most likely to have the most points. One hundred percent. Obviously, they are the most expensive, and that's for a reason. But I mean, yes, yes. Here's the thing: if you're saving, right, by taking who are we talking about that's super cheap. If you're taking, yeah, if you're taking a KJ Hamler or a yeah, if you're playing Hamler, then- by all means, play Travis Kelsey, right? Um, but if you're looking and thinking tight end is iffy, uh, I like Logan Thomas, but I think he's in a tough spot this week. Um, although he's not in my proprietary rankings. I noticed that. Um, because he's in such a tough spot this week, uh, he's against the number one defense against tight ends this week. So I'm not a huge fan at this point. Um, And I think here's the thing. You want to do a stack. What about a Zeke versus a Zeke with Schultz stack? I like stacking my tight ends and my running backs. That's why I like um, JD McKissick and Logan Thomas with Mr. Checkdown himself, Alex Smith. I mean, I, I I like to stack my tight ends. Uh, I don't necessarily like to stack them with my running back. Uh, I I would rather that be like the cheap uh, secondary piece in a 
double stack, like one of these cheaper guys, like a Logan Thomas. If I want to go Alex Smith, Terry McLaurin, and then have a cheap tight end, I would go Logan Thomas just because it's correlated. And I'd rather go there than Jordan Akins, who I Jordan Akins is just whatever. And he's about the same price. Um, but I, I don't, I would rather stack just pass catchers with my quarterbacks, unless it's a running back like Alvin Kamara with a Drew Brees or an Austin Eckler. If he's going to get all these freaking targets again, or, you know, something like that. So, so the guys that aren't going to get more than six targets, I'm not trying to stack with my quarterback more often than not. But wait, let's look at dot Schultz and what kind of targets he's been getting. Let's just see. I seriously don't know. I didn't figure that into my proprietary. Well, that's um, not good. No, I feel like now that I'm saying that out of my mouth, four, five, six, seven, and eight. But I'm I'm worried about the That's running the backs getting more targets. Like, what are you I, I want my running backs to get six, seven, eight targets if I'm going to stack them with my quarterback. Yeah, because not your tight end. Yeah, if if the quarterback is scoring a ton of points, most likely the running back is then not scoring a ton of points, or vice versa. Like the running back scores a ton of points because he's running it in, which means your quarterback is not scoring points on those touchdowns. Here's the other thing. I forgot in my proprietary tight end rankings to mention my favorite play of the week. You ready for this? I mean, now that you've told us all that you aren't putting targets in here. I forgot. <laughs> so Cole Komet for Chicago, the tight end, seven targets last week, 2.9K cost. He had a touchdown, five catches last week. Um, I think he might be the red zone guy. Let me see if I can get some red zone. He's had one, two, three, four red zone targets this season. This that season. doesn't sound like a lot. It's that doesn't. A lot. Sound, it, but the, the sample size is off. I took. Well, he it. also he also did just take over for Jimmy uh, Graham. Jimmy Graham. Yes. The last couple of weeks. And he's gotten a, and he's gotten a red zone target each of the last two weeks. Um, Cole Komet is, is the perfect example of guys that I want to throw in my stack. So if you're running a three little bear stack and you got Trubisky, Allen Robinson, throwing that cheap tight end in there for correlation in a Cole Komet is not a bad idea. Okay. So let's I don't know talk. that I want a one-off Cole Komet. <laughs> let's talk. I like it. I, I like it. If I'm going Super cheap tight end, and then Kelsey in the flex. So uh, let's talk stacks. Favorite stack of the week, Joe. Give me two, no more than two. Two with the max. Give you two. I think you're two paying stack. up this week on your stack. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the people the cheapies. Mm. I I like Matt Ryan this week uh, with yes. a little Julio. We're gonna go okay. skinny stack Matt Ryan Julio, and then bring it back with another expensive wide receiver and Keenan Allen. Ooh, okay. And then I think the Matt Stafford to Matt uh, Stafford? Yeah, man. Do you see what Matt Stafford away. did last week? Stay away. Do you see what Matt Stafford did last stay week? Away. Against Chicago? Stay away. Man, 5.7K went for 27 points last week against Chicago. Now he's playing Green Bay. I'm Who's not afraid of Green Bay. Who? Marvin Jones, man. Marvin okay. Jones, you can throw some TJ Hawkinson in there if you want. Bring okay. it back with Devontae Adams. Okay. Ooh. 
I don't hate that. And like I told you, he's my only quarterback that plays in my best ball. So I would love for you to be right this week on that. Um, I'm going with the Aaron Rodgers stack. Uh, I think the dude just points, points, and more points. Um, and if Joe is right, then I think he's in a good spot in a game that may shoot out a little bit. So I don't hate that. And earlier, you convinced me of the Taysom Hill stack. So I'm in on the Taysom Hill stack. Who are you putting will, with him, Joe? I mean, obviously Michael Thomas. Right. Who else? Are we going somebody else? I, I honestly would not run anybody else on that team. Uh, I, I, do, I don't know that I like a double stack with either of your people because after the, after the two main guys that are getting all of the targets, I don't know who else is going to get targets on those teams. Okay, so, so who are we bringing her back with Philly-wise? Uh, Travis yep. Fulgham? Uh, you can bring him back with the Fulgham. Zach Ertz? I mean, it, it might be a week that you just don't bring it back. Just go super slow, Taysom Hill, boring game. Taysom yeah, Hill gets I mean, us there. You, you just go Taysom Hill with Michael Thomas and then correlate your lineup in other places. Like if you really like if if you like this Atlanta uh, Charger stack that I like, you could take your Taysom and your Michael Thomas and then take a couple pieces from that game. One from each side or you could go two for one from each side or whatever and just mm. stack up without having your quarterback, but still have those correlated pieces with. If this guy's going to go off, then this other team's probably going to be trying to play catch up. So these guys should have better games and they could go off as well. So this is what the people wait for. Last week during the show, I made the stack. We made the lineup during recording. I put it in our listener league. You can find it when you follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Dumpster Sports. You can also search it at uh, what's the league called? Dumpster Fire Sports 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Last week, we set a lineup and I played it in the listener league. Like I said, I was going to 186, Joe, for the dub up top. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm waiting on that two bucks. By 14 points, I won seven dollars on it. Don't slight me. Yeah, I just want my I want my fair share. Send yeah, two, that's true. Send okay. two my way, and we'll call it good. <laughs> hey, here's the one good thing: Steve didn't come in last. He came in eighth with 126. Barely lost to you by 1.2, something like that. You had Booker with the snowflake. Who else did you have? Robinson with 22. That boy Mooney. With eight, Trubisky with 14. I can't believe you're even talking about going back to that Trubisky well this week. Up top, though, the lineup we put together, Rodgers, Robinson, Montgomery with 27, Devontae Adams with 37, Mims with eight, Kiki with 25, Tanyan, the double stack with 13, Bobby Woods, the Packers defense, and like we said, um, who was the bring back last week? There wasn't one. So here we go again. Let's do it. Let's set it up, Joe. Here we go. You're set trying to get me to beat up. myself again? Yes. Man. Yes, I am. Here's who I have right now. Mahomes, Eckler, Montgomery, Tyreek Hill, 
Perriman, Hamler, Cole Komet, Kelsey, and the Cowboys versus Cincy. What don't you like about that one? I mean, you know I don't like the double tight end, so I don't even know why you're bringing that up. But Kelsey uh, is essentially, like you said, right, like right. a that's, solid wide receiver. That's the only only time you can ever go double tight end. If you have one expensive tight end that you think is basically a receiver for his price, then I'm okay with it. Um, I mean, if I'm being honest, you, you lost me after you got to Patrick and I caught back up on Travis Kelsey, Cole Komet. <laughs> okay. Mahomes, Eckler versus Atlanta, Montgomery versus Houston, Reek, Brashad Perriman is probably the iffiest. Hamler. Uh, with Mims out, I kind of like Perryman this week. Cole, Kelsey, and the Cowboys. I don't know, man. I like this lineup. Part of me is being a straight-up homer, right? I get that. And CEH, it, like you said, if he comes through and has a big game, I'm in big trouble with this lineup. Right, and and I think if anybody is going to stack this game, it's going to be in the same sort of way that you did um, with the piece with the Chiefs passing attack here, um, <clears throat> which is why if Ceh goes off, you're going to lap a bunch of people uh, with that leverage. Um, you know, I, I don't really dislike this uh, because Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey have just been going bonkers, um, right? So I was telling somebody today, this is not the Tyreek Hill of last year, right? Oh yeah. We are no longer boomer bust territory, right? He's running routes so well right now. And people are playing so far back. They're giving him so much space up front that now all of a sudden he's catching a ton of short passes. And then when they roll up on him, he can run by him. I don't know, man. I, I think he's playing great right now, and he's really tough to cover. I mean, dude, come on. He had 60 points. Yeah, in I a mean, game. he's he's a boomer boom player at this point. Uh, I mean, his, his low game on the season is 5.5, but then after that, it's this last game against Denver where he had 14.8 and should have had at least 25. Well, he got that touchdown uh, right. that they didn't call. Uh are you okay with not bringing it back with somebody from Miami? I mean, maybe Parker. I mean, I would say Parker. Sure. If Fitz was playing, but without Fitz playing, I just don't love any of these passing guys. I mean, I, I haven't really looked super hard into this Miami offense this week. Um, other than Gaskin, who I love, but man, I mean, Devonte Parker just, doesn't get the same love with Tua. Do you like Gaskin more than Montgomery versus Houston? Um, I mean, I like Gaskin because he's cheaper, but I like Montgomery a lot because he's he's gonna get twenty plus touches. He's gonna get the pass game work. He's he's gonna get everything. Gaskin's gonna get the same thing, but I think I er, this might be the home run me, but I, I think that Houston's defense against running backs is slightly worse than ours. So here's the thing. This is a massive field GPP lineup, not a 10-player GPP, because it's very possible that Perryman, Hamler, and Cole Komet combine for eight points. And CEH goes off, and now all of a sudden Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes are very frosty. Yeah, I mean – 
this is one of those lineups that definitely could go ridiculously off or it could kind of crap the bed, but right. You gotta, you gotta throw some crazy things in there sometimes. And okay, listen, I love this lineup, but I'm not promise promising to play it in the list. Oh no, we better see it now. (laughs) I don't, I don't think I can. I may have to start a second account. Is that legal? I don't think so. Okay. I won't. I definitely would never do anything illegal. All right, Joseph, uh, go check in on your family. Good effort. Go win some cash. Good luck in the best ball. Oh, wait, you didn't make it. Also, don't look at the rankings. Dude, don't take anything personal when you look at the league rankings. I mean, I'm up top. Yeah. No. You totally are. Not in prizes. Not in wins. But you've played. Nope. Not in contest played. Placed. And points. Hey, I'm top where it matters. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, um, get out there and get it and uh, go win some cash this week and let's upgrade these microphones. How about that? Yeah, man. I hope you're finishing right behind me in all these GPPs. <laughs> Dumpster Sports on Twitter. He's at JKNKC on Twitter. I'm at Brady Goodman. Uh, that's week 13. Go out there and win you some cash. And uh, thanks for listening. Good luck, Joe. I think that was week 14, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. This is why it's a dumpster <laughs> fire. An hour and a half and four beers in. What do you want? You get what you pay for, you know what I mean? Amen.